0: Hi everybody, this is Crypto Rich working with you to get rich with crypto, filling our pockets with crypto profits. I have once again with me Michael Tutongi. Michael Tutongi is one of the co-founders of Veriscoin and I'm really, really thrilled to have Michael um, back on my channel. I know he's been incredibly, incredibly busy with Veriscoin and he's going to let us know about the latest developments and what's coming up with Veriscoin. Now, before I introduce him, I want to let you know this is not financial advice. Do your own due diligence. Do not invest any more than you can afford to lose. And do not, do not, do not do just what I'm, do what I'm doing, just because I'm doing it. You really need to check it out for yourself, okay? Um, and also, I hold Veris coin quite happily. Thank you very much. All right. Hey, Michael.
1: Hi, Crypto Rich. How's it going? It's going really, really well.
0: I'm very, very, I'm really, really pleased to see you. But I've told you that privately, and now I've said well, it publicly. I really appreciate
1: you having me on again.
0: <laughs> yes. You're always all always always welcome always always welcome and there's something um that i said to michael before we started recording and i want to say it publicly as well right which is as far as i'm concerned and he's far too modest to probably about to get embarrassed right now maybe right uh as far as i'm concerned he's a complete blockchain genius and if i was ever going to go on the blockchain i would want him to write the code for me (laughs) thank you michael because i think Veriscoin is is just extraordinary. Do you want to say a little bit about yourself and then a little bit about Veriscoin and then we'll go into what we're going to cover with regards to
1: Veriscoin. Sure, Uh, I'm lead developer for Veriscoin and uh, my background actually I've got, I do have uh, a few decades of development software uh, programming background, Um, was technical fellow at Microsoft and helped start the .NET, uh, found the .NET platform um and have also been CTO at parallels working on uh, provisioning systems for very high scale uh, application provisioning on behalf of uh, service providers and and telecom companies and basically very large systems that make it uh, automatic and easy for you to deploy to deploy and use high scale applications and um, that's actually much of. Of uh, the background that I will that I do leverage when I work on uh, Veriscoin, in fact, because Veriscoin is not only one of, if not uh, the most advanced. Well, in certainly some ways, it's the most advanced with proof of power and soon to be uh, Verishash 2.0 and and some other things. You know, at least either most advanced or on the cutting edge of these kinds of technologies and. It also has zero-knowledge uh, privacy with ZK-SNARKs, um, courtesy of the Komodo platform and Zcash. Um, Zcash is the original developer of that and Komodo platform, um, the platform from which we originally sprang. And, um, and it also, our vision and what we're really working towards is this concept of public blockchains as a service, which is one reason why uh, I and we have been working so hard to lay this foundation of of security, whether it be, you know, the proof of power, um, which is provably uh, immune to 51% hash attacks, or or the Komodo delayed proof of work, which, you know, even if someone were able to figure out how to get by proof of power with the combination of stake and hash attacking at the same time shooting themselves in the foot, just because they really wanted to, you know, for some reason shoot themselves in the foot and attack as well. Um, Then you've got delayed proof of work behind that, notarizing us into the Komodo blockchain and notarizing us into Bitcoin. So the reason that we focus so much on this foundation of security is this concept of public blockchains as a service where public high scale applications will be able to provision automatically and leverage blockchains that can be used for applications like um, polls and elections or identity services or, or could be, um, you know, even certain clubs could bring up their own, you know, applications. It could become potentially quite easy to really leverage blockchain, blockchain technology in a very scalable way. Without having, you know, uh, a particular large service provider like Amazon or, um, or Microsoft or another kind of provider, you know, being paid to help you bring up the blockchain. Instead, we have this model where when an application or a person wants to create a PBAS blockchain, they will be able you know the idea is the vision is that they will be able to post a transaction on the blockchain and miners and stakers and uh electrum server uh operators and node operators will be able to just uh respond to the offers and they'll be able to choose which offers to required to make all of that happen automatically behind the scenes. So the applications can just run hmm. on behalf of the users and behind the scenes, all of this provision provisioning is happening and miners and stakers in and operators are actually getting paid for their work in doing that through this friction free, you know, system that's completely decentralized with no company taking their, all I need is my 30% or 40% or 80% margin, you know, and so, so the concept is really the people who need the systems to run and the people who can make that possible are connected through this decentralized system and that it works.
0: Yes. Now, just there's some things about Veruscoin I just want to highlight and tease out for people who are new to it. So it's, a, it's, it's from the Komodo ecosystem. Komodo is a fork of Zcash. Zcash, Komodo and Veriscoin have ZK Snarks uh, privacy features. Komodo is notarized, sorry, Veriscoin is notarized onto the Komodo blockchain, which is notarized onto the Bitcoin blockchain, which basically means, put very simply, is that for a 51% attack, somebody would need the the more than 51% of the computing power of the Veriscoin blockchain, the Komodo blockchain and the Bitcoin blockchain. Plus, Veriscoin also has proof-of-stake it's proof-of-work proof-of-stake hybrid which which makes it even more resistant to 51% attacks and that's what you call I think uh, proof-of-work and then there are other features which is the time-lock release it's a a mining coin and it's got the first, as far as I know, the only algorithm that allows you to mine on a CPU as fast as you can on a GPU
1: and it is ASIC resistant. You said a lot of things there and, and Most of them were correct. And then there are a couple that I want to. <laughs> okay. I, and, and thank you. And I want to come back and just like touch on just a couple sure. things. Okay. So, um, one is that in order to attack the uh, Verus coin blockchain, it's a little bit different from any other blockchain, actually, whether it's in the Komodo, you know, whether it's being notarized into Komodo or not. We actually are a fork of both Komodo and Zcash we've actually done to kind of direct forking of both of them and blend together but at the same time we started as a fork of, of Komodo. Um, before you get to take over the Veriscoin blockchain you actually need more than uh, 100% of the hash power actually so because proof of power and it's not just any old hybrid of proof of stake and proof of work we actually released a paper Because proof of power has some other uh, factors that make it provably uh, secure against a 51% hash attack. So you can get 51% of the hash of the Veriscoin blockchain and we don't need to even, you know, delayed proof of work won't even be called, uh, you know, to help at all. Mm -hmm. It's not even necessary until you get a total of 51% of both the hash power and the stake of Veruscoin, coin, we won't even break a sweat. And so, <laughs> and so um, when you're talking about trying to get through the consensus algorithm, um, you know, if you take a hundred percent of the hash power, meaning nobody else is mining, but you, and you have some stake, you could mount a 51% attack. Or if you took, of the hash power and 51% of the stake, then, you know, you can use those together to mount an attack. But if you do all of that and you make the price, you know, of Varus coin go through the roof and spend tons and tons of money in order to get there, because I'd like to see someone try, (laughs) but I I, I would like to see someone try. um, Then you still now have to contend with, the Bitcoin blockchains, hash power and Komodo and the notaries. And so um, you Wasted might want effort. to consider attacking other chains in this way. Not, uh, not any in the Komodo platform, but especially not <laughs> <Very> I coin. <laughs> right very good. just a It makes
0: to- it very secure because there have been instances, Horizon, uh, Vettcoin recently, Einsteinium, and then they took on 51% uh, delay proof of work. We, and Veriscoin has that and more and um and a 51 an atta- percent attack on einsteinium after they took on delay proof of work didn't work they couldn't do it couldn't, right, couldn't do right. it and,
1: and and the thing is the thing is that um there have been especially with the drop in uh cryptocurrency market cap you know there's been a, a lot of loss of profitability of mining and right. actually that's the last thing i want to touch on that you mentioned because I want to adjust a little bit at the end. Mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of loss of profitability in, in mining, which means that hash rates have gone down on a lot of the coins. And if coins are just dependent on pure proof of work alone, you know, that leaves them more vulnerable to someone using a 51% attack against that coin, which is what we saw with Vertcoin. Um, you know, and so that's a great reason to look at Komodo delayed proof of work, but it's also something that that's we don't want to spend our energy that we want to actually use to realize the vision on solving, you know, these kinds of attacks because we want to put together, we want to put in place the security infrastructure that allows us to move forward and focus on the vision, yes. and and that kind of touches on that last point. So Verus Hash 1.0, the original hash algorithm. Um, was, as we explained you know at, from the beginning, was a, a, ver- a hash algorithm that used the Haraka V2 core, which leveraged uh, highly integrated instructions in modern CPUs to perform its function. And because it did that, it, when GPU mining came, it was faster. It was a little bit faster than CPUs, but it didn't just blow them away. So they, you couldn't mine with them. So basically it made it possible to, for people to mine, you know, reasonably mine with CPUs and with GPUs. Um, but recently more recently what happened is, and this was a learning experience, you know, so we have a, we have a holistic approach to solving mm-hmm. kind of ASIC problem. And we mentioned that in our, in our vision paper and, our original white paper but we don't actually believe that any algorithm is completely you know uh, immune to be to having asics designed for them because as some people point out in the industry cpus are effectively giant Mm asics and and so um our strategy was to highly advantage cpus and then you know if and when asics or now with the ease of developing FPGAs being something that has taken an advance, you know, recently, if hardware was made for our algorithm, then we would determine what to do. But one thing we wouldn't do is worry about 51% attacks, because someone may have gotten an advantage in hardware.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, which, which gives us a lot of flexibility and options in how we deal with it. And most importantly, we want decentralization. We want people across the world to be able to participate in this community. It was a fair launch, 100%. It was, you know, there is a foundation, but the foundation has mined, fairly mined and staked coins along with everybody else in the world that were mined and staked by community members on behalf of the foundation. And, and it uses those to advance the vision. So, you know, the, we had FPGAs developed, recently Mm -hmm. for Varus hash. And, And what that did for people who were mining on GPUs or CPUs, it really changed the economics for them because the original algorithm was, it was resistant to being made, you know, orders of magnitude faster on GPU than on CPU. But it was also relatively small in its implementation in hardware Mm -hmm. and although each independent hardware implementation might not have been able to beat each thread of a CPU what the hardware designers did is they took advantage of the small size of that algorithm and they made many 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 copies of it on each chip of hardware and they so they were able to beat the algorithm significantly, whether it's running on a CPU or a GPU, which were much more closely aligned in performance. And then they did something else. They didn't tell the community or they didn't come to us and say, hey, we've got this thing, let's make it available to everybody. They the the people who originally developed the algorithm um, named it Algo One. And never told anyone publicly what it was but if you would be among a small select group of people who would purchase these devices and subscribe you know and pay them and subscribe to this bitstream you would find out that you had this secret mining ability among a small group of secret miners to get an advantage over everybody else and that's not what we believe is decentralization Mm -hmm. and and so um and so some people were you know mining the coin and just mining a lot more than other people could mine and selling the coin and you know that stresses people in the community who are working towards making something that is this vision and, and and these things real and although in the long run that action actually it distributes the coin because the people who are doing that, they don't know, um, you know, they just are, they don't care actually necessarily about the vision of verus coin mm. or what unity is trying or what we're trying to do. They just know that they can get more coins than other people can at a lower price. And so they're going to just get all they can and go dump them on the market. And that what actually does, which is, it's not good for miners and stakers that, Or actually for stakers. It's just fine. It's actually maybe even better for stakers because actually it is better because they can then just go and buy the coins more inexpensively. But the fact is they have to know what it is that we're doing to care. Mm-hmm. Right. They have to actually believe in the vision to actually like even think that they should be staking and, and helping this decentralization, but someone is doing that. And so um, so the coins get sold on the exchanges. People go and they get the coins less expensively. In some way, in the long run, it actually doesn't really damage as long as we kind of resolve things
0: mm-hmm.
1: in the playing field again and make the decentralization vision of everybody in the world should be able to join this community, participate, benefit from that participation and help realize the vision that that's the goal. So that is what happened. And so the last thing you said was that, you know, you can mine it on CPUs and GPUs. You will. So we started as a CPU only coin. We didn't have GPUs um, at first. We got some great GPU developers come along because we were offering um, bounties for Anyone who could beat the algorithm on a GPU, some first people tried, they weren't able to. We got some other people come along and they were, and then, uh, but it still didn't knock out CPU mining. Now we've got people who are um, part of the community, like the, the GPU developers who came, they they came and they stayed, you know, and, and they're working really hard now as, as developers like they're they're developers on the project and um uh chris or otherwise known as monkins ten ten on on github is is just an amazing community developer and and you know i work with him all the time on on coding things and um and he he is now working uh on this new various hash 2.0 algorithm and so so this is something that um Okay, I developed the algorithm, the Severus hash 2.0, and it is uh, something that Chris is now working really hard to get onto GPUs as soon as we can. Um, and, you know, we've really taken the temperature across the community, and basically the community feels that uh, we should go to CPUs. This algorithm is designed to intentionally it's not just with a various hash core it's got a lot more interesting stuff going on it's unique in the industry mm-hmm. the intent was to solve we like to solve things so that we can move forward um you know we will find out uh soon um when when fpga developers start working on on this um what kind of advantage if any they'll be able to get with this new approach that has new invention in it, and and uh, and was explicitly I explicitly designed the things that it's doing to not just rely on advantaging the CPU with something like the Haraka core, but to basically help to equalize the kinds of considerations that hardware designers make when mm-hmm. they're optimizing algorithms and so the only challenge you know is in doing that as i work with chris i may have really we'll see i i might have over equalized gpus a little bit um we'll find out we dare find out I left myself about a million different knobs i can tune gpus now and i can. Tune FPGAs. I don't know how independently I get to tune FPGAs down without tuning GPUs down sometimes. So, but the bottom line is that um, we are hoping to release a new Verus hash 2.0. Now
0: before you come to that Michael, let me interrupt you, right? And I'm going to, without going into too much detail, right? So
1: I talk too long, so I'll stop.
0: The CPU you... mining, which is generally not as powerful as GPU mining which is generally not as powerful as FPGA, which is Field Programmable Game Array Mining, Gate arrays. Yeah, which yeah. is generally not as powerful as ASIC remi- mining. And the, the more powerful it goes in this way, the greater the centralization. And the whole thing about generally, because yeah, ASIC. A people, there are a few more.
1: people who can participate if you don't equalize yeah. these. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. the Yeah. And uh, Verus coin is you can mine on a CPU, which
0: is any old laptop like mine. As, well, hold on hold on, hold on. hold on. No, hold on. Hold on. Like you can as a next GPU. But you're saying that FP, there has been FPGAs coming in, mining the algorithm somehow. And now with Verus has 2.0, it's going to equalize it. So the Bye. CPUs are going to be as powerful as the GPUs as, as the FPGAs. And it'll still be ASIC resistant.
1: Is that it in a nutshell? Well, no. We never. So actually, ASIC resistance was a statement that people try. Like, people understand this is not what we said in right. the paper or in our white paper. And and so, because we actually don't believe that there, that there really is. You you can't stop hardware from eventually being developed for an algorithm with determined you know advances in hardware. You just You can only delay that process and you can work to maybe equalize what they have to do in a way that means they could be developed. But currently they're not.
0: Currently they're not.
1: The way that you describe that step is it's generally the way it works today.
0: Yeah. But,
1: um, so with this new Verus hash 2.0, as soon as it comes out, we don't know yet if Chris will have a GPU miner by next week
0: mm-hmm.
1: and the community has said, don't wait for the GPU minor. So, uh, and we don't know if there will be some hardware designer that is so fast that they could get the FPGA working by then. But mm-hmm. I would suspect not. Sure, because well, then, Michael, it's I'm a gonna... very, very, much more complex um, algorithm than Veris hash 1.0 was, and it is. I do not. There are PhD papers written on some of the parts of it, um, and how difficult it is to put into hardware. So I don't necessarily believe that. I will be very impressed, let me put it that way, if a hardware developer is able to have some version that could be mining when the fork happens. So okay. it won't just be that things will be equalized. What's going to happen at the fork is almost, well, with 99% certainty, there will be no FPGAs mining Barris coin at the block the fork happens. Right. Uh, there is a high chance that there will be no GPUs mining Verus coin, at the block the fork happens, but we'll see. And actually, I'm working to help Chris make that happen, and I will work to help FPGA developers um, figure out how to mine if they're working with the community in a way that helps decentralization as well. Okay, good. And if it turns out that FPGAs are not equalized quite enough with Verus Hash 2.0, then at some point we will not, if, if there is an FPGA developer and company working with the community and working to kind of, let's all be part of this you know, worldwide community, then I would see no reason to fork in a way that doesn't help to try and possibly bring them along and the people who purchased their FPGAs along. But um, if we don't quite tune them down enough with 2.0, then we might, not immediately, but at some point, do a 3.0, and there are a lot of dials and knobs that, on this new algorithm.
0: Sure. Now, that's that's <laughs> the nature of software. It keeps evolving, right? So, so you know, who knows what's going to happen? And let's talk about the features of VerusHash Hash 2.0, which is going to go live in a few days' time, which is Sunday the...
1: 23rd, 23rd
0: is our target. 23rd, around about then, so depending we, on block number.
1: Our goal is to release the software, the the Daemon, which actually has passed most of our testing, but we're wanting to get, uh, actually, there's still a little bit more to go, but mm-hmm. we haven't run into any issues. And then we wanted to get some, um, some uh, portability uh, capability in before we actually make the first version available, which will be this, Weekend and then Sunday the 23rd is our target right now still our target for the okay. four
0: now in a nutshell What are what are the? features of Verus hash 2.0? In, in so, general terms
1: Well, okay, so the the feature or the benefit mm-hmm. is that it should equalize uh, Hardware much more significantly than Verus hash 1.0 did in fact um, You know it is conceivable that it might over equalize some hardware making cpus you know uh above some of the other options significantly but we don't know yet because we know that it will equalize and and definitely close the gaps between gpus and cpus we don't know it but it might make cpus um beat gpus we this time around we have really good gpu developers helping us to figure out if that's true, and if it ends up equalizing them too much, um, then, you know, at the same time, we look at at uh, a 3.0 in the future, not rushing towards it, then we'll sure. consider what we might do. But the primary goal of this one was to equalize the hardware and that it will definitely close the gap between CPUs and the hardware that's running on the network and newer CPUs will be more advantaged than older CPUs. Um, and what, so the, in general terms that, that, those are the benefits, mm-hmm. the features we are talking about an algorithm. So the features are all going to be highly technical. Um, and I'm happy to talk about any of those. And I'll, and what I'll say generally speaking is the old algorithm was small, right? It was very, very small. In terms of what you had to actually implement, although it ran very fast on CPUs, and and it ran so fast, it was the fastest in the world on CPUs. Um, that made it hard for GPUs to compete. It was small, mm-hmm. and so um, now we made it a bit bigger. Uh, so on a CPU, that's not a problem. Lots of RAM, lots of memory, you know, lots of Um, caches that can be leveraged to make different speeds for different sizes of things Um, if you really understand kind of how the CPUs are put together then you can leverage things that CPUs have that maybe FPGAs don't have in ways that are very hard to get around even when you're designing hardware Um, and so it takes advantage of things that CPUs can do to be large. Okay. And to be large while still being fast. And to not only be large itself while still being fast, but to be faster relative to uh, other solutions by leveraging much, much more of what CPUs can do than what Veris Hash 1.0 leveraged.
0: Okay. Now, what?
1: Of all hmm. of that specifically tuning the size of even what it needs, in addition to its own particular size to run, to maximally advantage CPUs while making other large things that are necessary to be present in a circuit that might implement it. And so the end result is that it will close the gap. And then when we get really talented hardware developers um working on it we'll find out how much
0: very good very good okay now what are the other features and en- enhancements that have happened in Veritas has since you've last been on I know there's sapling which means that you, we can now have uh mobile wallets and light wallets because the zk snarks technology uses a hell of a lot of memory for a transaction sapling means it it uses a teeny weeny 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 amount of um memory in relative to that so there's that and then there's the enhanced Agama wallet and oh, yeah, right. I want to know what do I need to do with my Verus coin uh, in order to be fully pre- prepared for the hard fork. And then also I want to touch upon the Komodo ecosystem hard fork.
1: So those are actually very related questions. And, um, and it, so it starts with sapling. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sapling technology does reduce the memory footprint and and improve the performance so dramatically that you can now uh, really see how it's going to be possible to have that zero-knowledge proof or ZK-SNARK technology running on mobile devices on IoT devices, um, hardware wallets, these kinds of things. Uh, To my knowledge, that work hasn't been done to get that. Onto those devices yet, and I think Zcash is working on it. I know that we will be working on that. Um, we we have not started that effort yet because we've got some other things that that have been our focus, and and the public blockchains as a service is actually our focus. But at the same time, we will do that if it isn't available when we need it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's a broad industry, and people will be moving zero knowledge proofs and zero knowledge uh, technology to these smaller devices with sapling then as far as, as far as the, uh, enhanced Agama wallet. So I'm going to step back from that and say, uh, the forks. So we actually integrated sapling by pulling in, you know, all of the advances from Zcash. Um, some time ago, we actually released our, our sapling support at the same time that Zcash released their sapling support. And then as uh, part of the Komodo ecosystem, you know, to, to really express gratitude, not just, but also um, to really help the overall uh, ecosystem with our open source work. We pushed back upstream, um, sapling changes, and other technologies that we had developed as well, um, including, you know, VerisHash 1.0 and uh, a lot of the the time-locked uh, mining and, and, and these, kinds of, of uh, developments that we made and also the uh, various the original Verus proof of stake um, we, we didn't have uh, proof of power uh, there because there have been some developments which allowed us to actually have that um, the actual proof provable immunity to the 51% attack but on the other hand you know the Verus proof of stake is a great algorithm um, we didn't actually there were no issues with it. It was actually a very secure, solid algorithm, and that's now available to people in uh, in the Komodo ecosystem as well. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting because so we we shared the technology with Komodo, and then JL seven 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 and and Komodo turned around and said, "We're going to do this massive, you know, ecosystem wide." upgrade to Sapling. So if you had chosen Komodo as your way to use zero knowledge, you know, ZK Snarks and and your way to start a blockchain, you know, you just got upgraded. You just got this massive amount of work that we originally did that we then, you know, pushed back into Komodo and Komodo basically spread to the entire ecosystem and upgraded every single project in the ecosystem without them actually having to do anything to get that upgrade. In fact, um, because every project is its own independent blockchain project, and while we might have forked and we're you know like striving forward to to advance core technologies, you know, and, and hash algorithms and all, not all the projects are are developing developing the same kind of technology. And um, the ones that are, you know, I, I should also mention uh, this was a completely. You know, consensual exchange and and sharing and and Komodo never came to us and said, you've developed on the Komodo platform, so everything you do is ours. It was it was, you know, we believe in open source and 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 this was an approach that would allow us to still, you know, continue to drive forward. Well,
0: well, Michael, it's consistent with Veriscoin's ethos and it's consistent with Komodo's ethos. Decentralized, open source, benefit the community. So this Komodo hard fork is happening across most of the Komodo ecosystem, these these upgrades which are being shared consensually like you said. So people are so you know, I've, my Komodo wallets, my Veriscoin wallets, my Pirate Chain wallets is all offline. There's the enhanced Agama wallet that is coming out. Wait
1: no, Veriscoin's not offline.
0: Sorry? Vericecoin's
1: well, wallet has never been offline.
0: Well no, I've got I've got my wallets offline. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything until uh, until the hard fork. Right. Is, is over. So, I, so I've got the wallet de- okay. the wallet debt fiat files backed up somewhere. Right. So, uh, there's the enhanced. Uh, I, I, Agama would actually,
1: I would actually encourage you to mine through, uh, on your CPU, but. No, I will. I,
0: I will do that. I will do that. Right. So is there anything I need to do for the, for the, can I, with my various coins, or for anybody who's watching who's got Varus, should they just carry on keeping the wallet open? Anything they need to do for the fork?
1: Well, we're going to, you know, the the uh, release, we're working hard to get the release out this weekend. Just upgrade. Just make sure to upgrade.
0: Upgrade the wallet. And
1: as long as you upgrade before next Sunday, uh, then it should just run and just keep on running right through the fork. Okay. Um, if you're mining on a pool, uh you know, like I said, uh, GPU mining. There might not be a GPU miner, but you'll know that um, there will be an updated CPU miner for sure. And I hope there's going to be an updated GPU miner, but I don't know if there will or not. There will, at some point, be one. Um, and and so that's you know basically just make sure to upgrade. Upgrade. Is really no, this I'm is talking. to the. And, and one thing I wanted to mention was the other side of that in the ethos of the komodo two blockchains mm-hmm. decided that two blockchain projects decided that they didn't want to be upgraded because they didn't want to go and notify exchanges that they were going to have to have a hard fork and this kind of thing and and komodo didn't force it on anybody mm-hmm. you know because everybody's independent they chose you know for it's, themselves in the spirit of and being so,
0: decentralized right yeah, right. okay. Now, now yeah. the Enhanced Agama wallet, and by upgrade, do you mean I should download that now, before the fork, or I can wait till afterwards?
1: When it's released. When Sorry? it's released, and that will be this weekend, but it's not oh. released yet, so like tomorrow, uh, just look for the release, it should be, you Sunday know, the so actually, by the time this video is out, yes, is the answer. I guess. <laughs> um, uh, All right. But, but one thing to mention there, the new... The Verus Enhanced Agama wallet, this release is going to work on um, the Komodo coins, including Pirate, yes. including Komodo, and it's also going to work on Verus Coin. Um, through this whole process, we basically decided that it would just be so much easier than trying to keep our daemon completely compatible with all of the growing number of coins across Komodo. To just say, all right, we're going to now include both the uh low-level support for you know Varus coin, which is now going to be included separately, and the low-level support for Komodo. So whenever they do an upgrade, we don't have to worry about it. We just pull that in. And so the new enhanced uh you know, Varus enhanced Agama wallet will be able to really bring together all of the coins that you care about in you know, the Komodo ecosystem with Verus as well. And it should all be quite seamless in that way.
0: Yeah. And you'll no. be able
1: to run, uh, new features that haven't been available in Komodo coins with the new Verus enhanced to wallet. Um, like for example, private messaging, if you wanted to do that over pirate even.
0: Right. Oh, I guess I'd send pirate, I guess private messages to other people who also have, um, this wallet and they've shared their addresses with me
1: well we introduced private messaging um, on on uh, Veris in the in our wallet and um, you know now that we're really merging all these different things the fact is that there are a number of chains that could enable that feature and I know that we've talked about it and I'm 99.9% sure that we're gonna be enabling that feature on the chains that can do it. So even though they don't have messaging supported in applications yet or in wallets yet, um, if they can do it, then I believe that we're gonna have that feature in. And if it if it's not in, in this Verus Enhanced Agama wallet, which I think it will be, then it will be in the next.
0: Right. Now this Enhanced Agama wallet, is this the one with, that's gonna have ERC-20 tokens in it as well, do you know?
1: We're not going to have ERC20 tokens in our Enhanced Agama wallet in this release.
0: There is an Agama wallet that's coming out with ERC20 tokens at some point. Okay, no problem. We will
1: at some point have them, but we're not. All right,
0: all right, okay. But I'll be able to mine with it and keep my, mine on the CPU and keep my pirate coins in the same wallet. They won't be mined though. Okay, so that's the Komodo upgrade. Um, And then also, uh, is there anything else you want to let us know? anything you want to cover let people know before we finish up
1: just be sure to upgrade uh look for the release and uh actually like i like i mentioned before i guess when this video is out be sure to upgrade to the latest uh coin wallet and uh, make sure that your cpu mining on the 23rd of december because at that fork um all the cpu miners should be well rewarded for their efforts
0: oh very good i look and forward hopefully to that
1: gpu miners and hopefully uh, fpga more equalized miners will come back to our network in the near future
0: great well i shall i shall bring my various coin out of hibernation in time for that to get even more various coin and i'm going to have all the links in the description below to the website twitter the discord uh, reddit and everywhere else right and if people want to get involved they should go Uh, The Discord group is very active. Uh, If you have any questions or comments, please put them in the the description below. Michael, listen, thank you so much. It's always a treat for me to have you on, um, as I've said to you privately as well. So thank you. I really, really enjoy it. And I look forward to following this project. And for anyone who's watching, uh, please keep filling your pockets with Crypto Profit. This is Crypto Rich and Crypto Michael signing out. All the best. Bye-bye. Thank
1: you. Take care.